Are we on the air? Just started. Let's get this shit started like we did back in London, innit? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the most humblest show that you will ever meet in your fucking life. Welcome to the Low Main Asylum Show, episode 327. It's your humble host now, Mr. Low Main. How are you feeling out there in the interwebs, the world, the audios, the visuals, all of that? How is everyone feeling? I hope that you're feeling quite dandy and mellow on this fine day. Wherever that you're hearing me from, wherever I'm coming out live from, wherever that you are tuning in to, thank you so much for tuning in. And I got a lot of amazing things to talk to you about today. And without further ado, let's get right into it. This is episode 327. Today, we don't have a future. We don't have a guest. It's just me, myself, and I. I love these fucking episodes with you. I just love to sit down with y'all to talk my shit, smoke my weed, and get into things that that make the gears of my brain tick and tamper, if you know what I'm trying to say. So with that being said, man, let's get right into it. Everybody likes to know what the hell we smoking on daily. <coughs> with that being said, this is Banana Kush. If you can go get yourself a Jeter from your local dispensary, <coughs> local plug, whoever, you name it, make sure to go get some. I do want to talk to you all about putting yourself out there today. That's the theme. Putting yourself out there. Um, it's something that I think that I've been saying a lot um, lately, but I haven't been really backing it up per se. Um, I've been telling people to 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 really go after their dreams and like you know really tackle obstacles that are in their way of said dreams but Lobate over here has played a defensive mode the whole time I wasn't going out there I wasn't putting myself out there the advice I was giving I wasn't leading myself and that's something that I definitely do want to change so I've been definitely going out there more I've been Getting more accessible. And that's the fun thing about life, y'all. We can't keep hiding behind things. We can't keep being scared. We can't keep thinking that we're going to be lacking if we go out. All of that shit. Just like my fucking lighter was just lacking right now. We can't be thinking that way. I think life is way too short to be thinking in that matter. Picture. I spent my whole life on defensive mode. Made it to age 90. And I don't got anything to say for myself other than I play defense and I'm here now. Cool, but where's the accolades? Where's your hopes? Where's your dreams? What did you chase? What did you learn? What were you courageous with? That's the biggest thing. What made you... What made the fire inside you light up? Now, I think I talked to you all about this in an episode a while back. And I think it's something that I definitely want to bring up again. And I think lately it's it's been getting easier. And I've been dealing with it in a bit more of a mannerful way. 
And shit is, you know, easy breezy cover girl type shit. <laughs> and that, what I want to talk to you all about is my fear of humans. I deathly have a fear of humans, man. Like, people just scare me. And... <coughs> Excuse me. If y'all are playing that drinking game wherever I cough and y'all take a drink, make sure that y'all drink in beer or some wine. Because, um, okay, back to it. My fear of humans. And it's just because humans are very unpredictable and humans are very selfish. Those two things. Humans will always do things that aligns with their agenda. And humans will always try to uh, find a betterment of themselves in some type of way. Now, those two things I said, there's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes it's good for you to have your own agenda. I mean, that, like, that's a fucking amazing thing. You should have your own agenda. You should be trying to push the betterment of yourself. Why? Because you should want a better life for yourself. But I think we lose our eye or we lose where the line is between community and self. And I use that word community very loosely community i'm talking about family friends you know co-workers whatever you name it schoolmates whatever whoever that you deal with in a in a daily basis that's your community without even you thinking about it you are part of a community some way somehow you do inhabit some t- sort of community we're humans man we fucking yearn for that shit we yearn for connection i think there's nothing that we want more than a sense of feeling a part of and a sense of being accepted. That shit is amazing to people. It was it was like liquid gold when you were a child. I think when you were a child you were you were always trying to be a part of something. I think you were always trying to grasp on trying to be a part of something. But when you grow up I think you just get to a, you still want to be a part of something, but you no longer just fall for just a regular shit as you would as a child. And now that's a crazy thing. I think that's a, I think about that on a regular day basis. I'm not sure if y'all ever think about human nature in that sense that I think about that as children, we always want to be a part of like a group and all that shit. Is that A, is that better for, like, you know, survival? Are we doing that because, like, we just survived better in packs? Or B, this is what I'm trying to say. B, is it? it's in our DNA for us to be a part of a group. It's in our DNA to be a part of, you know, uh, something that's bigger than us. And... For the longest part of my life, I thought that I could just find what what that big thing is by myself. I don't need people to find it. People hurt me and hurt people around me enough that 
I no longer want to go out there with y'all. And it's not even like on some like I gave up on some people type shit. It, trust me. Quite the contrary. I'd rather just watch you from over here. <laughs> it's a whole lot better. I'd rather just watch people self-destruct from here. I don't got to be so close to you for you to self-destruct. Back in the days, man, you would try to help people as much as you can, but you get burnt and cut more than their self-destruction. Sometimes, you know, like, I'm really mean this. Take this from Lomain himself. Like, sometimes you must let people self-destruct. And I always wanted to be your Bob specialist. I I always wanted to be the friend that that would put out that you know situation for you that that would try to make everything better that but that was something that I had to work in within myself that I can't fix everything I can't make everything right I am one person one body one effort one will and that's Literally all I can do. And that's being in my means. That's a sobering thing to learn. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, that's a very sobering thing to learn. That you can't be a superhero. How you wanted to be a superhero. But you can be a superhero in other ways. I think the older that we got, I think the more confusing and complicated relationships got I swear to god I never really understood that back as a child when like adults would actually say that to you like they're like oh it's complicated I never I'm like it's not fucking complicated it's easy just deal with it you know it's it's I can read between the lines on that shit but now getting to a certain age that I'm at bro I can understand that complication bullshit that people are talking about It's a. It's weird. You shut down from the world. You get. You get dull. You get numb to the bullshit that goes on in life. And right now, I just sound like a fucking emo record playing, but. I say all that just to say, I'm trying. I'm trying to find um, the essence of humanity once again within myself. Probably it, it exists somewhere out there. Probably in circles that you hang out with. You're like, Lomain, I know, yo, I know some people that like do that on a regular day basis. But like, Within myself, I want to cultivate that more. I want to cultivate humanity. Um, I want to go back to a time that I loved being around people. And I loved when people were around me. Now, man, it's quite the contrary, bro. Some lone wolf types. But there's nothing wrong with being a lone wolf. But you must find a median in life. You can't always be on a left or a right. Find the middle. It just takes some time to da 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 <laughs> This is why I fuck with y'all. 
because we could go from some serious shit and go right into a song like nothing happened. Ladies and gentlemen, dig within inside yourself, I think. Find out exactly what you want. I hear a lot of people nowadays saying that I don't like humans also, like, you know, people this and people that, and it's becoming more of a trend than anything else, and with that being said, I think we need to start looking at it in a different manner now since it's becoming more of a trend. The trend becomes a culture. The culture becomes a whole lifestyle. And then we got humans that don't even talk to each other. And then the main fucking thing that humans need is connection. And we're cutting that shit off, B. We're straight cutting that shit off. Motherfuckers can't even have regular ass conversations no more. Have you tried to talk to a person like face to face? Like regular kids? I really appreciate the kids that can hold conversations. There's some other children that I'm just like, bro, how did you make it this far? Like, nigga, life is not all about text messages and statuses. <laughs> you must learn how to conduct yourself in humanity. Deal with another human being. Find the art of it. And I think we must deal with each other in the same way that we deal with animals. We must be curious, we must be understanding, and we must be compassionate. For you that, for all y'all that be animals that thought that I was taking that a different way. <laughs> it's, I think we must show a bit more compassion. We must fucking understand that people going through in the fucking world that are walking through with us. All are going through the same thing that you're going through. Your problems are no bigger than theirs. And I think sometimes we should really count our blessings. I went out with friends the other day. And I went to the Valley of the Beats. Make sure to check out that fucking video like I told you in the beginning. But like when I went out with the friends. I looked around. And usually like as soon as like I look around the first thought that comes to my head it's like i'm like man i can't wait to go home bro like going home is going to be one of the greatest feelings like just getting out of here it's going to be one of the greatest feelings but i looked around this time bro and i genuinely wanted to be inside the room i wanted to hang out with everybody else that was inside the room there and i think that's because i'm putting the right foot forward i'm trying to put that intention out there and i think the world is definitely receiving it and Throwing it right back at me. And I really appreciate that. Intentions are everything. Manifestation is, you know. It, this meant a good thing. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I, I made that noise. If y'all are watching the video, I did like a little thumbs up. And I did that. It, sorry, y'all. <laughs> but yeah. Just like um, in the last episode, because we are going to definitely get into this. Why the fuck would we not get into it? <coughs> Muchido, the Mist Hashira. If y'all don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, Demon Slayer. Watch that motherfucking anime, season four. 
We had the first one where Tanjiro's fucking parents died and this nigga was trying to learn how to become a demon slayer. He went through the mountains. Uh, we had the second one that was in the fucking train with uh, Rengoku, the fucking flame hashiro. When that nigga got, pfft, he got fisted in the stomach uh, by Akaza. Third was the entertainment district with Tengen fucking Uzui. Yo, this, uh, he was the sound hashira. Like this nigga was one of the most fire people. He went into the brothels and he fought a demon out of there. Watch that. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is season four. I just had to count that back with y'all. And just, yeah, uh, season four, Muchiro, the mist hashira, is the man that like. You mainly felt like the whole show's about a dude named Tanjiro, but it sometimes it follows different Hashiras. And sometimes y'all like, what the fuck are you saying? Ha- what is a Hashira? What like nigga, what the fuck are you calling my mom? Like, what is a Hashira? A Hashira is a elite demon slayer. So picture like the dream team of demon slayers, and that is what a Hashira is. You have a steel one. A steel, sorry, a stone Hashira, which is my favorite. I don't know why the fuck I said steel. Someone's going to give me 40 lashes for that shit, but stone. We got the wind Hashira. This nigga's super dope. He he has a brother that's trying to make it into the academy that eats demons, and he gets their powers. <clears throat> we got a snake Hashira. This nigga, let me explain this shit to you. <laughs> It gets serious now. So the snake Hashira grew up in this um, very rich suburb area, okay? Like it was like a kingdom, like a village that all of these people were rich and they got everything that they wanted. And the most interesting thing about that was he grew up in this village, but he grew up inside of a cage. But he never understood why he was inside that cage Um, until one day he was like seven um, like, but they always fed him nice and at the age of seven, but they took him inside of this other room and there was a big ass demon that people were like feeding humans to. And this demon was just giving them shit. <clears throat> so they're like, yo, like we got the boy ready for you. And then the demon's like, no, we should wait a little bit until he gets a bit, you know, older. And then I want to eat him. So at this point, he knew what the fuck his fate was and why they had him inside the cage. Uh, and the only person that would come see him was a snake that was um, that would come through the window and come hang out with him. And then out of nowhere, he broke out. Everything, you know, worked out. He joined the Demon, uh, the Demon Slayer Academy. He became a Hashira. And ask me what the fuck happened to that village. Y'all thought that they just made it out like it was just happy go lucky shit. Nope, 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 nope. Allow me to explain it to you that that village (laughs) was taken out by that demon. She killed every single one of them motherfuckers. I'm not sure if this nigga ever went back and killed that demon. You know, if he ever got his lick back, but probably not. That like this there's so much depth to this fucking dope shit, but just let's go back to season four. Um, I'm telling you like a lot about the Hashiras. Is there any more? Yeah, there's the water one. There is, there's an insect one. 
is that the only ones? No, that is the only ones. No, and um, but the Thunder Dude is not up there yet, but he's about to be up there. Uh, like, there's a Thunder Dude in there, too. The main one that they were kind of, like, following this time was the Mist Hashira. His name was uh, Mochito, something like that. All right. So, they all have some wild names, bro. I got to get it down. <laughs> so, this man, I kid you not, like, it was wild that he would not remember anything or he had no recollection, like, no memory recollection. And in this time, in this time that, like, he was you know learning how to become a demon slayer he did that shit in three months what people try to do in years he did it in months became a excellent fucking swordsmith all of that shit because he came from a bloodline of great swordsmiths but he never knew that he kind of suppressed his memories because his brother died through like a demon like slaying and it was like the first time that he ever seen a demon but he killed he killed the demon that killed his brother but after that he really became really arrogant to the world and like he knew that he was one of the greatest fighters so like he was really fucking arrogant to people like he's like get out of my like get him out uh get out of my way like y'all are like slowing me down you guys are weaklings you guys are just in my way you guys are obstacles and then in the most important fucking battle of his life, this nigga really learned that it's not really about you, it's about everybody. Because when you think about everybody, it is really about you. You is everybody. Everybody is you. That's some fortune cookie shit. Put that inside a fortune cookie and sell it somewhere. But <clears> that's <throat> literally what he learned. And I think that's what I'm definitely going back to. I'm going back to finding my tribe, meeting different tribes, appreciating culture again, appreciating every walk of life again from wherever people come from, man. I don't think we can be so defensive in the world. I think it's, again, it's way too fucking short of a life for us to be out here and be on the on the ropes, for real. Like, it's the best way to put it. You can't live your life on the ropes. Sometimes you have to take chances. Dangerous chances even. You have to. What? How do you expect to get to where you want? To keep doing the same thing that you are doing? That's the definition of insanity. We must change somewhere. There must be a change. That being said... I do want to talk to y'all about another thing. This other thing is taking us away from the inners. I'm sorry. I always want to talk about inner shit. I always want to. <laughs> Everyone's like, all right, Ollie, enough. I do want to talk to y'all about a movie review. We just seen. We just seen. I talk. 
I talk about myself in third person a lot. Someone's going to probably think that there's different entities that live inside of me. There is, but not in that way. Not in that way. <laughs> you, um, I went to go see the Transformers movie, and I will tell you about it as soon as I grab my joint. Give me a moment. Yes, we are smoking the second joint. What the fuck you think we do on this show? Just would you, we just hang out? Hold on. Buffalo soldier in the heart of America. Buffalo soldier. Yo, something else I wanted to, as I light this joint. Being animals or like having animalistic futures or personalities again is fucking coming, becoming cool. It's coming back into movies. The Transformers, A, you know, there's a lot more robotic fucking animals running around. And that shit is fucking dope. And also, this whole movie took a different turn that I never fucking see in my life. Transformers, but you just expect the 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 octopod the 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 good ones to fight the bad ones. I don't know who the bad um Decepticons are the bad ones. Let's go. Cybertrons are the good ones. Let's go. I don't know how like it just came back. Like did you see how that shit worked? <laughs> so um the how the fuck did I already forget? Cybertrons. The Cybertrons were trying to make it home in it. When they were trying to make it home, there was animal robots that were already here that are just like Transformers but are not Transformers apparently. I don't know how the fuck that makes sense. They're not Transformers. But there's a cheetah one. There's a rhino. There is a gorilla. There's a hawk. And these motherfuckers were just ruling the places before Transformers came around. There's this thing from the Decepticon side who's just... Picture Dog the Bounty Hunter, but more badass, and is a robot. And this nigga was just like that. Just hunting niggas down from left and right. And he hunted down the last gorilla. That gorilla told the baby gorilla, take the fucking thing, go run away with it. And he ran away with it. Long story short, I take two hours and a half and I bring it down to like five minutes for you. <laughs> Long story short. The baby gorilla became Optimus Primal. <coughs> he was um, sensed or motivated or curated after Optimus Prime. And he didn't learn shit. Yeah, that nigga didn't learn shit. Optimus Prime didn't learn shit. He died. And that is a spoiler. Like, I... I I kind of felt like I was going to get more out of Optimus Prime. Um, I thought he was going to be less of... 
I don't know what other word to use other than idiot. I really thought that he was going to be less of an idiot in the movie. And I can't go toe-to-toes with Optimus Prime. Like, if you told me to have this conversation face-to-face with Optimus Prime, I will have it with the truck version all day. When this nigga transformed, I'm not having this conversation. I'm going to tell him how nice both of his little chest windows look because, you know, he puts the windows of the truck right on his chest. I'll be like, roll him down. Do we see a nipple? Is it tinted because of that? I, so much fucking questions. So much fucking questions. <laughs> but I, I expected more out of the movie. I had, it had some cool fighting scenes in it, but yeah, like that movie took a weird ass fucking turn at the end. This nigga got to, this nigga got a meeting was going into an interview for being a security guard after he just fucking, like, saved humanity. How the fuck are you going to go interview of being a security guard if you just saved humanity? Like, he was trying to get that job before he saved the world. After I saved the world, bro, I have a brand new tapping, like, brand new resource just to tap into. I got these Cybertron motherfuckers. Get me a job, bro. Pencil me in somewhere. Put me in as an accountant. They can definitely do that for you. And you're out here going to go get security jobs. Doesn't make sense. But he... He beats... He meets G.I. Joe. And that shit makes no sense. Yeah, like, y'all did not hear me stutter. He meets G.I. Joe. And that shit made me, like... It was unfathomable. I was like, how... How? How the fuck does Transformers meet G.I. Joe? Where did you guys ever meet? Is there, or, or am I missing something? Was there a crossover back in the days? Did they have that? If they're making it now, I'm not watching it. If it's brand new, I'm not watching it. If it's from back in the days, if it's, if y'all got it factualized, because I don't want to do my Googles on this. If it's factualized, I'm going to watch it. If it's a brand new motherfucking idea, I'm not watching it. I'm telling you now. It's a good ass joy, bro. Let's smoke together. Let's chill together. Let's smoke together. Let's chill together. <laughs> For everybody that watches, I really appreciate y'all. The The visuals are dropping more and more and more. I've been dropping vlogs for y'all on a more consistent basis. I think I dropped three videos last week. If y'all haven't seen any of them, definitely go check it out. Three videos. I went to a place too, like, where I called it the underworld, where, like, all the underworldians hang out. Everyone that inhabits the underworld knows exactly what I'm talking about. And on the wall, somebody was like, yo, am I wrong? You know, I stumble and I fall. Am I wrong? Guilty is guilty, but you don't care at all. People are going through mental things like that. Somebody else wrote something that was really cool to me that was refreshing as fuck. They wrote, no pasa nada. And that shit touched my heart. 
I had to Google exactly what that meant, but as soon as I found out, like, that shit touched my heart. Because no pasanada, like, if you translate it, it means, like, no problem. In situations like you being in the community of the underworld and you're saying no problem, hey, shots out to you. Shots out to you. And I think that's exactly how we should be living life. No pasa nada. No problem. There's no problem that we can't fix. And I think it's beautiful. Going through said problems and finding a way throughout it after. You're, you're going to be a stronger person after. Picture going through that situation again. You're like, I already know how to handle this shit. There's some situations I know that we never want to go through ever again. Never want to touch this shit ever again. And I feel that. I've been there too. I'm trying to run away from that shit too. But we can't, like, accept it. Accept. Accept your past. Accept your present. You know? Hope for the future. Don't hope. Hope is a weird word. Sorry. I feel like hope is a... Hope goes to the spam folder. We should expect a better future. I should say that. That shit goes straight to the inbox. Hope goes straight to spam. I I don't think we should hope for things. I think we should pray for things and make things happen. I think you'll find it. Things are more promising that way. And more understanding. Everybody out there. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for joining me on another beautiful occasion. I love each and every single one of y'all that checks out the show. Make sure to follow me on, on the Instagrams. The What's the Instagram? Fresh Prince of the underscore West, Snapchat, LowMay1990. Again, Instagram, Fresh Prince of the underscore West, Snapchat, LowMay1990. I've been putting up more shit. Make sure to go follow the YouTubes too. We got videos dropping all the time now. LowMay is I. The episodes, visual drops, Wednesdays at 8. But all throughout the week, peep in. We got shit dropping all the time. So subscribe, turn on that. No, no. Is it the notification thing? So you know each and every fucking episode that is dropping. Thank y'all, y'all. And allow me this pot and gift. Tip your bartender. Drink your water. 